Welcome to another episode of Dad and Daughter Read, where we take turns reading classic stories. The author of this story was an American journalist and science fiction writer. He wrote science fiction novels and short stories and was editor of the Nashville Tennessean, among other newspapers. He worked with the Associated Press and Gannett News Service. This story is from a 1957 collection titled Worlds of If Science Fiction. It's about a doctor at a university who believes he has invented something quite brilliant, but his invention may not be quite as brilliant as he thinks. I'm the dad. And I'm the daughter. And this is The Old Goat by Charles L. Fontenay. It's been said that the soul is the form that makes the body which may just possibly explain what happened on that fateful day at Ivy College. Dr. Angstrom was known to his students and many of his colleagues on the faculty as the Old Goat. Very appropriate, that name. His attitude often resembled that of a goat with a stomach ache. He had the cold blue eyes of a goat and He had the waggling whiskers of a goat. Perhaps it's in memory of Dr. Engstrom that Ivy College has a goat for its mascot now. Dr. Engstrom was even more goat-like than usual that day last summer when half a dozen top scientists in the field gathered to see a preview of his experiment on the teleportation of a live animal. He had been working hard for weeks on the teleporter and keeping up classes at the same time, which did not improve his attitude. Besides, he had a real goat for an experimental animal, and goats are notoriously hard on one's nerves. This particular animal, at the moment the scientist entered, was straining at his rope, trying to get a mouthful of tablecloth from a nearby table full of jars and reports. Failing this, the goat decided it would make a meal of something and so began to chew on his rope. I felt a little out of place among all these giant brains. My reason for being there was that I had been serving during my college career as a bit of a gopher for Dr. Engstrom. I would get him this or that and I was here to take notes for him. In my time with him, I had acquired considerable affection for the old goat. Maybe that's one reason I hate to see his great scientific work kept under wraps because people still insist it's dangerous. I have proved to my own satisfaction that the teleporter works. Dr. Engstrom told the assembled scientists. I have made a number of transmissions of inanimate matter. In theory, it should work just as well for live objects, and I have invited you to be present at the first test. I shall not go into detail with you about the basic theory of matter transmission. The transmitter itself picks up the atomic and electronic image of the object inside it, much as a television camera picks up a scene, except that it is done in three dimensions instead of two. This is made possible by the four-dimensional element, which is the heart of the invention, and was made available to us through recent intra-atomic research. 
the receiver picks up the image as a television does, except again in three dimensions. The matter is not duplicated because the transmitter strips down the object within it as it transmits. The teleporter was a large closed cylinder on one side of the room. The receiver was a similar cylinder on the other. Both were raised slightly from the floor. As sort of a prelude to the main event, Dr. Engstrom transmitted a large chunk of lead across the room, then a glass jar. In each case, the object was placed in the transmitter and a moment later removed from the receiver across the room. There was no possible way for it to have been moved across the intervening space except by broadcast transmission. As you see, said Dr. Engstrom, I have eliminated the necessity for a switch by building the switch into the door of the transmitter. As soon as the door is closed, teleportation occurs. Now we shall send our live object. He untied the goat and with some difficulty hauled the animal by its collar to the transmitter. There the goat hesitated and Dr. Engstrom, having got its head through the door, got behind it and shoved it heartily hanging onto the edge of the door so he could shut it quickly when the goat was inside. As goats will, the goat suddenly changed its mind and leaped into the teleporter. Caught off balance, Dr. Engstrom fell in after it and the door, given a last frantic jerk, slammed shut on them both. There were gasps of horror and alarm from the scientists but I held up my hand to calm them. There's no danger, gentlemen, I said. It's just as well this way. I happen to know that Dr. Engstrom's next step, after proving to you with the goat that, that live objects could be teleported, was to prove that human beings also could be transmitted. He planned to be his own first subject. With serene confidence, I went to the receiver and threw open the door. Just as I had anticipated, the goat leapt out, unharmed, followed by Dr. Angstrom. I told you live objects could be teleported successfully, said the goat triumphantly. Bah! said Dr. Angstrom and began eating the tablecloth. Thanks for listening to Dad and Daughter Read. If you've enjoyed our story today then please say hi over on twitter at read on podcast or you can leave us a, a review on itunes if you have a favorite story you'd like us to read please let us know what it is we'll have a brand new tale soon until then find yourself a good story and read on <laughs> <laughs>